Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining my podcast in Shape Sherelle Brown. I am your host, Sherelle Brown, your fitness expert who has been in the field for over 21 years with a degree in exercise science, kinesiology, and biomechanics. Please iTunes, Spotify, Google Play to listen to other previously recorded podcasts. Today, I have a great show for you today. I have an amazing guest who has a great story today. This guy is a doctor that has a story about being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. We'll get to his story here shortly. And again, go to previous recorded platforms from Spotify, Google Play, and more to listen to previous recorded podcasts. Without further ado, I would like to bring on Dr. David Waldman. How you doing, David? Good. How are you doing today? Doing good, good, good. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, most definitely. You're welcome. Welcome. Now we want to give the world some great information and a great story from yourself. So, Let's jump into some of these great questions. So, where did you grow up and how was your childhood, David? Uh, I grew up in uh, Broughton, Massachusetts, which um, is famous for athletes like uh, Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Rocky Marciano, the two boxers that are pretty famous. Most people have heard heard of them. Big time. Yeah. Uh, my childhood was good, you know, growing up, uh, it's a, more of a city-like atmosphere. So, um, yeah, you know, I grew up playing a little bit of sports and mostly into uh, weightlifting, and I also was a competitive bodybuilder as well. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Tell us more about the, how did you get into the bodybuilding portion of it? Um, my uncle uh, started off uh, when I was real little, bringing me to the gym. And then uh, when I was 13, brought me to the YMCA where he taught me about lifting, uh, working out. And then uh, from there, I progressed and I really took a liking to it. And then I started uh, to compete in bodybuilding at that point. Wow, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Now, did you attend high school and college back in Massachusetts? Uh, yeah, I went... Um, to Brockton High School where I graduated from there and then I went on to a local um, uh, state school got my degree in exercise physiology and then I went on to um, graduate school to become a chiropractor that's awesome a chiropractor yes sir a chiropractor what made you get into that Um, you know uh, when I was younger a teenager I had some um sports injuries, back back injuries from, you know, weight training and, and I played a little bit of football. Um, so chiropractors really helped me to feel better where other types of practitioners just told me to rest and ice and that was about it. Take some medication. So I like the hands-on approach. That is amazing. And being an athlete as well, that is exactly why I'm in the same field to help athletes 
and to be hands-on so when you were growing up what was your favorite sport to play um i liked football but you know i wasn't really super athletic at it that's why i took a liking to uh bodybuilding because uh, as i lifted weights uh my physique you know it had a natural tendency to um to put on muscle so I, I took a liking to that and I like nutrition although the nutrition I know now as opposed to when I was a lot younger uh, is totally different you know I I know more than now than I did back then but um, I really like those those um, aspects of weight training and bodybuilding and nutrition and just uh, you know making it what you want Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. So after graduating from college and becoming a chiropractor, what year did that happen? I graduated in December of 1999. I went to school or college out in Chicago. Um, So I really didn't get my career going until about midway, between midway and uh, 2000. Okay, great, great. So you had a career going, helping people. And then in 2005, something happened that changed your life forever. Yeah. So um, back then, um, I developed bizarre symptoms of uh, tingling in my hands. And then I lost, uh, I lost some of my ability to use my right hand like to do fine motor movements like buttoning my shirt um if i was to wear a button-up shirt uh my handwriting at the time i because i'm right hand dominant i couldn't even read my own handwriting that's how how difficult it was to write and then i also developed uh diplopia or double vision which thank god didn't last more than a few weeks um but i had to um I put. I, I started off. I uh, my nephews were real young at the time, and they had like a pirate patch, uh, you know, like a kid's toy. And I, I put that over one eye because I could tell that if I just closed one eye, my vision would correct. So I put that on, and I went to the drugstore and bought like just like an eye patch uh, until my vision corrected. So thank God that didn't last too long. Right, but that's a that's a classic symptom of MS. Uh, they call it optic neuritis, uh, where you can develop double vision. So um, that was a classic sign of that. Wow. So for the audience listening, can you briefly explain what MS is? Sure. Uh, MS or multiple multiple sclerosis. It's like kind of a tongue twister. Um, is where there's a covering of your brain, your spinal cord, your nerves, uh, called myelin, and it's considered an autoimmune condition. Uh, and there's like 150 different autoimmune conditions. In this particular one, it de- you develop antibodies that basically your your body's attacking its own myelin, so you develop small lesions anywhere from the brain to the, the spinal cord. And uh, it's like a scarring of the myelin. So that can affect, you know, people differently. 
Some people can have problems in the upper body, some people in the lower body, some people both. So it just depends on where the lesions are in the brain. It can affect your speech. It can affect your vision. I mean, the list goes on and on. Wow. And being a doctor, helping others, and then being diagnosed with MS, yeah. how did it really translate? Well, at the time, because I, I knew, you know, I, I studied neurology. I understood a lot of a lot of what was going on. So I didn't I didn't really pursue any traditional uh, allopathic uh, medical care because I knew that there's really in that world, there's really no known cause of MS or any autoimmune condition. And there's really no cure to the to the condition. So I did the things that I knew how to do, you know, doing some nutrition, a little bit of detox, uh, nutrition programs, getting adjusted, you know, as a, as a chiropractor. And uh, a lot of my symptoms went away. But even, even when someone is newly diagnosed with MS, it starts off as relapse remitting, which basically means the symptoms will come and then they'll go and they can go away for years um but they can they can return as well and then it it becomes more of a chronic thing if if you know as time goes on so for me um everything resolved except for the tingling in my hands which no one really no one really knows that except for yourself and you adapt and you you know you live with it um you just go you just go about you know your daily life Wow, that's interesting. So did you have any problems with walking and carrying out normal day-to-day functions when you were first diagnosed? No, um, the only thing was my hands and that, that's, that, that returned fairly quickly in the vision as well. But then um, over time, very, very slowly, you know, it happens. It, you just adapt to it. I started developing some back back issues, low back pain, uh, and then slowly the the distance I could walk, like for example, say I could walk two miles at a, at a given clip, slowly started to decrease. And then over the past three, four years, um, I developed, started developing a limp, and you know, that's, that's been my biggest hurdle uh, to overcome. To overcome? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, wow, you have an amazing story, and just being a doctor and being diagnosed with MS, uh, so helping others as well as working on yourself, how does that, um, for your normal day-to-day life, how does functional medicine help you with that? Well, functional medicine is, uh, as opposed to conventional medicine, which takes a conventional medicine takes a, a symptom-based approach. So, if you, I use the analysis. There's several analogies, but say somebody is sitting on three tacks and they're sticking in your butt. You know, the the allopathic world would say, well, here's an anti-inflammatory because you're in pain because mm-hmm. you get tacks sticking in your butt. Um, is anti-inflammatories, is muscle relaxers. So, so they're addressing the symptom, 
Whereas in the functional medicine world, we look for what's the cause and let's address that. So that's more of a simplistic term. Obviously, you, you're going to take the tax out of your butt. So you have three of them in there. Right. You know, you're not going to just take one out. You're going to take them all out and let the body heal. Well, functional medicine looks at what are the what are the root causes of a, of a condition. And in MS or any autoimmune condition, we always look at it, you know, from the approach of lifestyle factors. It could be diet related. You could have food sensitivities. So in, in MS or any autoimmune condition, uh, think, taking things like gluten out of your diet and dairy, those are two common things that could trigger an inflammatory process. And, the, and there's other things as well. You are exactly right. And I preach the, the functional medicine route and holistic route to a lot of my clients. And, and that's why I have you on my show today. Because you look at the root cause instead of feeding with a bunch of medicine and pills and drugs. Right. Yeah, the other analogy I like to use, yeah, there's, a, there's several, but, you know, I, I compare the allopath to like a, a fireman. All he has at his, as his tools is an axe and a hose. So he wants to put the fire out and, and then, you know, break down whatever's on fire. But when you're uh, a functional medicine approach, you're like a you're like a contractor. You got to know everything about from the foundation, yeah, to to the to the ceiling, to the roof, to the electrical, to the plumbing. You don't know where the source of the problem is coming from, so you got to really know how all the parts work together. That is exactly right. That's amazing. So people are hearing the word functional and allopath. Can we just break it down simply so that the world can understand those and they know exactly what we're talking about? Yeah, allopath just is just a conventional and I'm not you know, I'm not I'm not saying one thing is right or wrong. It's just a, a different perspective of of optimal health. Um, so allopath means just a conventional approach. You know, you got a, you got a sore back. He's going to say, oh, take these muscle relaxers and then go home and rest. You go to someone that's taking a functional approach. Maybe it's someone like yourself or someone like myself as a chiropractor or a physical therapist. Or we're looking at where the dysfunction is. So functional, functional medicine approach is looking at how does digestion work. You know, looking at blood work and looking at optimal ranges rather than lab ranges, which is really based on sick people. We want to see, is the person in an optimal range so that their function is optimal? Um, Gotcha. Gotcha. Definitely. Great stuff. Great stuff. So your website and you have the healthy detour tell me what the healthy detour is all about so i basically because um i lost my ability really to do physical chiropractic work so i start decided i wanted to do two things number one i want to improve my own health and i want i'm on a mission to learn as much as i can by studying functional medicine the brain body connection 
fitness, I know, but I'm always, you know, learning new things in neuroplasticity, you know, creating new nerve connections. So I started the Healthy Detour because I wanted to put together specific programs that of things that have helped me overcome my health challenges. So I'm in the process of designing specific or group coaching programs where people can come and learn the things that I, I've done to help myself and interact with me as well. So I'm gonna have basically design modules and then we're gonna have group coaching calls where people can interact and really understand how lifestyle really works. Wow, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And I definitely would like to give my audience links to all of those resources at the end of this podcast. Absolutely. So where is your career heading now? Where do you see yourself <clears throat> heading in your career? Well, um, I think that my career is heading in the, the direction of still helping patients and people in general because that's you know my passion. But in a, in a whole different realm. I want to have my my career be more virtual uh, where people can interact with me all over the world because I have people reaching out to me. You know, they may be in the Middle East, they may be in Europe. So I want to have platforms where I can really interact with them and help them in a whole different way as opposed to having a brick and mortar practice where I have to be at a certain place and people would have to travel to see me. Right, right, definitely, because you're very resourceful, have a lot of knowledge, and uh, to be reached all over the world, that will be the goal. So yeah. that is uh, an amazing goal to have, and uh, you can help a lot of people, for sure. Yeah. Wow, well, definitely don't want to use too much more of your time, and I want to thank you for coming on. But before we go, how, how can folks listening reach out to you? They can reach out to me on my website, uh, email me, it's thehealthydetour.com. Uh, there's a link for my email there. I'm also on Facebook, uh, The Healthy Detour uh, on Facebook, and you can contact me there and on Instagram uh, at The Healthy Detour. And uh, also, we have a free ebook on my website, if they're going to come to visit me on my website, on how to sleep better. We call it... Uh, how to sleep great and wake up happy because sleep is the most important thing and you know it's estimated that you know at least 50 million people have some sort of sleeping disorder so we created an ebook to help people at least get you know get the ball rolling and sleep is the is vital to recovering uh, no matter what what the issue is Great information, great information. So you guys go to thehealthydetour.com, grab that free ebook, learn more about Dr. David Waldman, and join us next week as I have another special guest stopping by, founder and director of the number one real estate and sports entertainment agency, Mr. Rod Watson. Until then, work out, eat well, Sleep well and be well. Good evening.